What's good, real you? Yo, yo, episode 15, episode 15. As you can see, we already, we all excited. We all ready to go for this episode. So, um, this is, well, first, let me, let me introduce the guys. Of course, we got LeVar to my right, Kobe to my left, Ra, JR, Kiri, the guys is we here once again. And so, you dig? It's graduation season, mm-hmm. right? It is graduation season, mid May. Mm-hmm. So, everybody's graduating. Shout out to everybody graduating, getting their bachelor's, <laughs> you graduating, getting your master's, PhD, PhD JD, yeah, yeah, all yeah, of the, yeah, all yeah. of that yeah. that's oh, out nah. there, all the degrees. Oh, nah. Shout, Shout out, out to you. We got the med students matching to their residency this season. Mm-hmm. The, they got the, we got the little law school students because Internet 1L. It's lit out here right now. You made it. Right. So, all that black excellence. It's, it's, it's amazing for sure. Um, and wishing you nothing but the best. But as we all know, as we all thought about in college, like what? post-grad or life after college would look like, it ain't sweet. (laughs) It ain't all sweet. put them big pants on. Depend on who you ask. Depend on who you ask. That is true. It is depend on who you ask. That's very true. Sweet life of... Um, Raw. Thanks for that. So, fellas, like, um, I don't know. How was... A real general question is, how was y'all's... When y'all graduated from Buff State, when we graduated, how was that maybe that first summer going into the rest of the year like how was that after you graduated um yeah lit then wicked mm. <laughs> elaborate word it's like may start the summer you lit you feel me you back you back home or wherever if you was already in the city like it's a different feeling because most times nine times out of ten you're 21 already mm-hmm. um you're going to bars whatever whatever like it's lit like you just completed something that or you completed this journey that you've been on, right? It's cool, summertime, shorts, lit. Like, when the summer ends is where it gets a little wicked. Because now it's like... Start getting low. <laughs> where's my place? Where's this job that everybody <laughs> promised me? Where's everything that they promised me? Where's the job everybody <laughs> promised me? Where's the bread? Yo, like, credit cards need to get paid. Like, yo, what's going on? Wrong. Like, yo, y'all told me by, like, August, I would have had something. You feel mm. me? Now it's October. It's getting cold outside, right? Okay, real everybody, everybody, everybody else at work, and you just like, damn, son, like, I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to, I'm still no trying to figure shit. out no what these four shit. years was hitting for and what this did for me, right? Yeah. You feel me? So like, it that's the wicked part to me. And you know what's crazy? By October, the degree probably just came in the mail because it always comes late. <laughs> so you get late. It just got conferred. <laughs> I was like, my shit came in the summer. Like it's like, they said my credits just got approved. <laughs> All my credits just got approved. Yeah, nah, son, I'll be completely frank. It's wicked. Woo. My 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 summer, 2018, fresh fresh, fresh in the waters. You know, I can't say fish, but if I was fresh in the waters at that point. <laughs> Right, you know, I I I was I had got a job, I solidified a job, but then I realized all my friends were leaving me, cause I decided yeah, I'm grown as hell, I ain't going back to my mom's crib. Mm. That boy said I'm staying Buffalo. Mm. <laughs> you know me, got the big job. I think I was with you, making so money. You wasn't there for the summer. Oh, you know I don't. You wasn't there for the summer. <laughs> so from so from June, I went home for maybe a few weeks. So from June to to July, I was in Buffalo. I was depressed. I was drinking. I was like, damn. Alright. Got the job, started working. I was like, okay, now I'm actually doing something. But at that point I was like, all right, listen, I can't complain because you know I have what most people don't have. Mm. I had the job at the college, I had a roof over my head and I had fed him fruit on food in my fridge. That was the most important thing to me. But then it was just a real depressing summer because I was like, I'm by myself now for the first time ever in life. So mm-hmm. pretty tough. Yeah, no, nah, for me, I had just graduated. I was still an RA, so everyone left and I was still there. I had to finish a <laughs> business, so everyone was already doing their summer. Went to that DC party, had some fun, had to go right back to finish off my last couple of days. So I didn't leave for a while, but for me, I think it hit me. I think I just just had a wave of sadness when I finally made it home. Yeah. And I started crying. I, I don't even lie. I started crying. I was like, yo, the fuck? This shit really over? Like, I feel like that was my, that was me growing up. Like me, me being a Buffalo, I came there at what? The age of 18, 17. 17. I I came to Buff State at 17. I left at 21. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I grew up there. Like that was like, 
that's what built me. So for me, I was like leaving that behind. And for me, my I knew what my next step was, but I wasn't getting there yet. But I knew that what I grew with and what I cherished was going to be gone forever. So that shit hit me hard. But, mm. you know, I had another graduation. <laughs> that shit hit me hard too. So I have, I have it from two different sides. Word. Um I'm on, I'm kind of on the same side as Lavar. Uh, when I graduated, it was it was tough, you know. Like you said, it's fun at first. You graduate the first couple of weeks out, you celebrating at that degree that you got, you know. Peace paper. Everybody going out for links and drinks, but then after a while, you start to like settle into this new adult world, and it's like, mm. you know, how do I fit in here? Right. <laughs> and it's like. Society says you don't fit in if you don't have a job. You know, society says you don't fit in if you got a money right now. Mm-hmm. Society says you don't fit in if you don't have X, Y, and Z. So it was just it was just trying to find that balance of like, you know, how do you how do you make it for yourself, mm-hmm. you know, on your own terms and on your own pace. So mm-hmm. it, it was a lot of like, you know, sometimes you gotta get off of social media, you feel me? Mm-hmm. You know, just to, to stay in your own zone because it's it's so easy to get caught up in like, damn, this person's doing this and this yep. person's doing that. But it's like you know, everybody's path is different, so you know, I, I'm I'm proud of myself for how far I came. I know I ain't see I ain't see myself being here, but you know, it's a, it's a, it's only up. It's only up. The facts. <laughs> but looking back in history, it was hurting. I was in pain, real pain at first post grad. That that year, first year post grad, it was Word. crazy. I don't I don't think people talk about the depression part of it. Mm-hmm. Like that's it's, it's kind of like it's like it's whack because it's just like. <clears throat> You know, nobody, you learned all this stuff in school, but nobody taught you what comes after, right? right? Like, let's you let's say you're cool with upperclassmen. You just see them transition, but no one ever actually talks about, like, yo, like, what do you do after? Yeah, you could go to the career development center, but it's just, like, all they're doing is giving you tips about resumes. Like, yep. nobody's telling you, like, when you apply to a job, like, you feel me? It's There's more to it than just going on an interview. There's following up. Um, sometimes you need to maybe cleanse your social media. Like, there's things that need to be done. Like, nobody tells you how do you handle, at least, like, in my situation, like, it was just, like, I had, like, two jobs in Buff, and, like, I'm coming home, and mm-hmm. I had no income. Mm-hmm. Just chilling with my parents. Just like, damn, like, this shit. That ain't it. It's like my lifestyle just did a 180. For sure. For sure. So how did, how did you cope with that? Um, For me, it was just, like, I just had to keep, Remembering, like, yo, Rome wasn't built in a day. You just got to keep applying. Like, if you get dubbed, you get dubbed, but you just got to keep applying. Like, once you take your foot off the gas, that's when it's just, like, that's when you get in your head. And once you get in your it's just a snowball effect. Mm. And I was like, oh, I, I don't want to snowball. I don't think I really had a chance to cope because, like, I was just in a constant period of transition. Mm-hmm. Like, I came back from Buff. And for my summer, I, I did a summer program. I didn't even enjoy my summer. I literally went away to fucking middle of nowhere, Maryland, for half my summer. Mm-hmm. Came back. I had literally two, three weeks to chill with the guys. Got my first car. I was like, yeah, I'm lit. I remember posting that shit. I was like, But after that, I was like, damn, I'm out of here. I went to Rutgers. I had to do two more years of school, so I didn't even have a proper transition and even that, I was just like, I didn't really feel like I had a real postgrad. I feel like now is like my real postgrad. Now I'm like, okay, figuring out what my identity is outside of being a student, you know. And I think some people that might be going to watching this, who might be going to grad school, like mm-hmm. your transition is going to be different from other people who just went, just went to work or like you know took a gap year or doing whatever they did after school. But I didn't really have a real transition until 2020 and that was the most one of the most wicked years of my life because i shit just did not my story you know cinderella story did not end how i thought it would you know things is good now but shit it did not end how i thought it was going to end definitely not i could definitely agree with that ryan it was like um even for me too like going straight into grad school like i remember that summer after college like I was just broke, so I, was, I, I just couldn't just even just be out as much, you know, so I was just broke because I was just preparing to move to Texas and just get everything together, so um, just even just going to grad school and even graduating, like, from grad school and things not going how I wanted it, but even, like, 
graduating from grad school, like it's still with the pandemic. Like I feel like I still went through like, you know, that post-grad depression because you're trying to find jobs or you feel like stuff is not going the way it's supposed to. And I didn't find my job until November. Luckily, mm -hmm. UT was able to hold it down and have me work remotely. But you know, I still just wasn't able to, you know, find my full time like out here and things just didn't go the way I wanted it to go. So I, I, I totally uh, agree with that. But one thing that as far as like for post-grad depression, and I think often people times fall into that. You don't want to, and Kobe mentioned it, don't fall into the comparison trap. Mm -hmm. Where you might look at other mm -hmm. people and be like, yo, they graduated, got this job, now they mm -hmm. on vacation, they lit. Your journey is your own journey. Like, don't worry, fact. like, don't fall, don't, you know, watch <clears throat> other people. Like, at least use, if you see other somebody else, use it to, like, influence you or motivate you or inspire you some way, if it does that. Mm -hmm. But don't ever feel down because of someone else's success. Like, everybody's different, everybody's journey, and everybody's time will come. So, um, definitely want to want to say that for those that may experience, you know, post-grad depression, or even now you're trying to figure out, you know, what is it that I'm trying to do? Keep doing you. Don't don't watch nobody else. It was pretty hard for me, um, honestly, because I've always been an overachiever. Like, that's all I know. You know, aim for the stars, shoot for the moon. Like, that's always been what I've been doing my entire life. So my entire four years of college, I was always doing something, maybe more six, seven things at one time, really. So I think, you know, graduating, you know, with, not, with nothing to do actually hurt me a lot. Because mm -hmm. at that point, it was just damn, I'm just going back to school. I'm just going, I'm not going to school. I'm not on campus. I'm not doing things in the community because it's not my community. I don't know this community at that point. So I'm just going, I'm just going home working, just vibes, hmm. right? You know, and I honestly caught myself in a real state of depression where I was just, I was drinking a whole lot. Like I was really just drinking like a mother. Like, and then the person I was with at the time being like, so are you good? And I'm like, I dead sat down one day. I was like, oh, I'm dead, not okay. Like I was, I was really, really messed up during that time. Cause I was so used to being so busy throughout, throughout the entire, throughout the year. So when I finally had time to think, I really got lost in my thoughts a lot. Mm -hmm. So my coping mechanism was really, you know, my, depression was my coping mechanism. Like really just trying to learn how, how can I accept this? And I kept fighting it so much, fighting it so much. When I got to that point, I got to that point. I was like, okay, great. I can actually accept this now. How can I move forward? Mm -hmm. Moving forward was was very hard for me. So my I feel like my sum, my summer eighteen lasted for six for, for eight, my post grad depression lasted for ten months until until I got until I got licensed to finish my exams, to become an advisor. I think that's how long my my actual depression lasted. So that entire time from May. I was depressed when the day graduation happened. From day we crossed stage, I started, my depression kicked in. I was depressed all the way until February of 2019. I've never experienced that much sadness. I never, and it hurt me more how I was hiding that sadness. Like that, I've never played the facade like that ever in my life. So when I did, it hurt me a lot. So I mean, so for anybody that's out there, you know, don't beat yourself up. You know, learn how to really accept times of peace. Right and, and and my issues I'm used to chaos That was my, my was my issue I'm used to having a, I'm not used to not Really looking at myself In the mirror Right like Chris said Back in episode 10 Men don't get enough time To really look at themselves In the mirror I didn't have that time Because I'm so used to Wake up Go do something Class Jump from program to program Go to work off campus Go to my job on campus And then go to sleep For the first time in my life I just woke up Went to work Came home Went to sleep And I was like This shit ain't it Yeah so. <laughs> This shit is not it <laughs> Um but I just want to like pose the question to everyone. Like, um, we've, I mean, we've all graduated, but what did graduating mean to you? Um, for me, it was just more like, yo, like this chapter has been sealed and and, and written, and here's the like, it's time to start the next chapter. Like, especially with Dean talking about like journeys. Like for me, that's why I like. Somehow, some way, every time I start a new chapter of my life, I pick up the book, The Alchemist, right? Like, every it talks time. about your journey as an individual and, like, respecting and understanding the world for what it is and that the way you want things to go sometimes isn't it, but just appreciate the journey because you learn more through it. Um, so, yeah, just graduating for me was just more like, it, it, it was an accomplishment, but to me it was just like, like this is the first step I'm taking to now get to the next one. Did I know what the next one is? No, but I just knew that there's there's more to life than just like graduating and that's it. Like you feel me? Like this isn't like the stop sign. Like this is just you feel me, you know you take the test and say stop and yeah. then continue. Like like <laughs> now we have to continue, like you feel right. me? So no, I definitely agree. I think um I even like could just 
in the back of my head think about all the papers I wrote for like going to grad school and the shit I talked about I feel like I manifested like for me it was bigger than a degree and I feel like I try to tell people when we walk outside in these streets it don't give I don't give a fuck what title I have I don't give a fuck what mm-hmm. any title we have people just gonna look at us like six black men mm-hmm. you I have my hoodie on you have your hoodie on they just they're not gonna know what the fuck you do or what the fuck you stand for so for me it was just like I knew what I stood for I knew that this was the first step of me not only having to be in the first of my family to have a a, a degree in my immediate family mm-hmm. um but you know, being a change agent. In my papers, I used to write, like, I want to foster community, build leadership, show people it's possible. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I think Big Sean had a lyric said, that said, like, I'm trying to make it to the top to let my dogs know it exists. Because, mm-hmm. like, some people don't think it's possible mm-hmm. to, to go places. Like, I even, like, talk to people. And, you know, people, I, I feel like we got to give ourselves some more credit. Because graduating college is not easy. Being black no. men in college, graduating is not easy. Statistically, we are not the greatest in like graduating and retention, but we do it, right? Mm-hmm. But so I, I just look at myself and see that like I'm I'm a role model. I can show people <laughs> that it's possible. So mm-hmm. graduating college, I just knew my journey was bigger than me. My journey is always bigger than me. It's just not about me. It's always about the people around me and the people that don't know me, but personally, but know that. I'm someone that looks like them that can can do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just to go off of that, just real quick, like, just even for me, like, that moment for me was just like, damn, I completed something that I low-key at a point didn't think that I would complete because even before I was yes. able to go to Buff State, well, for one, I always thought, like, in high school, like, okay, I'm about to just go to community college, stay home, help moms out and work because we can't afford it. And then when it looked possible, I got accepted to the bus state. We about to go two weeks before she lost her job. So I'm thinking this clip. I'm like, yo, I'm staying home. Like, And so to look back from where I came in certain circumstances, the situation happens where, you know, thank God I was able to make it through and, you know, put myself through school. But um, I just look back on it like, wow, like, damn, you almost didn't even come back like mm-hmm. so that's how I, I see it you touched upon something that I actually you know that makes sense to me you know thinking about life before college I think a lot of college students actually hurt, hurt themselves beat, them, beat themselves up thinking that what they go into school for is what they're gonna finish what they're gonna come mm-hmm. out as mm-hmm. talk about that so looking at things you know what did you guys go in like what major <laughs> did you what did major did you go into school as and what did you finish with People gonna come my ass, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was a science major, son. Like I was heavy in biology. I really thought I wanted to be like a, a PA or a doctor. I ain't doing none of that shit right now. <laughs> feel me? I'm, I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I'm more business oriented right now. Um, I'm working in operations at a school. I got my real estate license. Uh, I do have plans to go back to school too. Um, I'm not gonna speak too much on that, but yeah. Um, I think I think maybe I'm probably the only person, or maybe what Kiri too, right? Nah, bro, I went to I went to I went to college um as a um pre med major. I went to college. <laughs> as a what? what? Run it back, run it back. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> Hold so, on. I'm about to fuck y'all whole shit up. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, but no, I, I think me, me. I mean, I went into school bio major. Came out bio major. About to go back to school for grad school into science field. Still, like I'm still. Doing like I mean I know what I know what Kiri's getting at like because some people really go into school and then you know you're figuring yourself out mm-hmm. and shit like that but like me when I was in high school I knew I was gonna be in because like either science field like I mean no lie though before I went to college and declared my degree mm-hmm. I really wanted to be an engineer because I was good with numbers math I was a I was acing math because I was so I took AP Calc in high school and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, nice with the math. Yeah, math I'm, I was fucking with it bad so I was like yo shit I might go into like um either um. I meant to go into petroleum engineering, but that shit was mainly like in down south schools. And I was like, nah, I ain't going to school in the south. <laughs> so it was clip. So then I ended up saying, yo, fuck, I'm going to the science field because I'm still be working with math and shit like that, like chemistry and all that, X, Y, and Z. So, but nah, I don't know. I think Rob was about to um, bust y'all Scalati right now. Listen, I am not a coon, okay? <laughs> all right? I am not like some niggas I went to Buff State, but I don't want to call no names, but I was a criminal justice major. 
<laughs> and I did want to be FBI. I did want to be an op. Already here. So I was, I mean, yeah, I was your niggas already, but I was not no op. Only person I heard you was in was these two dudes nah, in. But I mean, nonetheless, like I've I was a criminal justice major. I finished a criminal justice major. Um, oh, the shit. reason I wanted to be in the criminal justice, because I mean, honestly, you might laugh, but I did watch a lot of Law and Order. And you know I how they, they portray cops as like the good guys, like Elliot Stabler and Flex. Olivia Benson. They like mm-hmm. can never do no wrong. So for me, I was just like, yo, I want to change the system. Fuck no. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 25 now. I'm understand, I understand the system. It took me into my junior year. And the junior to realize it's like, yo, wait, Get a whiff of that the shit. system is not for mm-hmm. me. I had classmates I heard say shit like they used to show videos and white classmates be like, yo, why didn't this person show their ID or why didn't they do this? That's what I was picking up on. Like, yo, whoa, these people are, mm-hmm. this system is not for me. They're going to judge people <clears throat> like me. I can't fix this shit. I learned about the, the blue wall of silence yeah. and like mm-hmm. how you're not supposed to, and I'm like. I'm just a nigga that I'm, first of all I'm not a traditional person I'm not someone who takes orders I'm not someone who mm-hmm. who abides by certain rules no. so for me it was just like this is not a system built for me this is racist I'm not working for no fucking boys so yeah I went to college thinking I was gonna leave and be FBI I even fucking took the fucking police test um and I was uh, the state trooper test and I, I went there and did the whole exam I was like yo what the fuck is this is I was bugging and you know over. people and I spoke to people and like yo bro you can get all this money but I had to realize like yo money is money cannot buy my happiness yeah, money cannot mm-hmm. put me in a, I'm not selling my soul so I just graduated with that degree I don't plan to ever get into that I just knew I wanted to help people, but I realized that wasn't the way I was trying to help people. Nah, so definitely. You, that was not where I ended up. I agree. Cool. So, so people <laughs> nah, so, so people always see people always wonder like how how did I start college off as a bio major? So I chipped my tooth when I was in high school. When I was when I was in elementary school, they fixed my tooth. So this tooth right here is actually fake. Mm. So I figured that I would um That's not when I punch you in your mouth. When I was drunk, I don't know, maybe. But um honestly speaking, going into it, I was like, all right, I want to become a dentist. Boy, I felt my chemistry was about one point. I said, I ain't doing this science shit. I'm good. So now I transition over to business. But if you, if anyone knows, studying business in undergrad, undergrad business is much different from your MBA. Mm-hmm. Undergrad business is bullshit. Like, you get, you know, not saying it is, but, you know, people who major in, in business in undergrad don't get, don't get the full extent until they go for their MBA. At that point, I said, now nah, I'm good. That's when I transitioned over to economics. I cared more about numbers. Will, sorry, but it also no, no. depends on what, what school, school you go yeah, to. Yeah, if it's not, Buff State now, it wasn't right. accredited for the yeah. business program. Right, it's accredited. My degree is accredited. You walk it, you walk it. It depends on, it depends on where you go to. Some places that have more resources can connect you, so. You versus, you versus say, yeah. UB kid. Who will get that job? Yeah. UB. <laughs> no disrespect. In interview, no disrespect. No disrespect. too, which is crazy. Um, Yo, I Yo, I I started out as a physics major. <laughs> I'm so weak. With a minor. What made you choose physics, Lamar? It's not, it's not a like, minor. Why? With, the, with a minor in astrology. Why? Astrology. I mean, my fault. Astronomy, astronomy. You had big dreams. Yeah, I'm wilding. I was wilding. What's that? So horoscope? Nah, I'm fucking with you. My son was just looking through this shit. It's gotta be too. I went on a tour. You know, like that first week, they they take you into the department classes. Uh-huh. Went on the tour. My mom was like, "Yo, you trying? You gonna do this?" I'm like, "All right, whatever." So, did that. <clears throat> um, um, some girl that I knew from high school was in the class too. So I'm like, "Oh, we live. We gonna we gonna get this together." You feel me? Um, thought it was cool. Um, I the first week of class, I went to the physics class. That joint was three hours and. I, it was quiet after the first week. I was oh, like, yeah, this is... Like, I, I went to that one class and never went for the rest of the week. Because I was just like, yeah, this is just not it for me, <laughs> bro. Like, they say physics professors don't even understand physics. Bro, like, it was like... Did you take physics in high school? Nah, bro. <laughs> so I just, why did you... <laughs> bro, it was just one of those, like, I knew I wanted to be in something STEM. Yeah, this the guy's and it was wrong like, shit, man. Nah, nah, bro. I just knew... Bro, listen, like, I, I, I think I searched up, like... Like top majors with the most brag, and I was like, yo, like, all right, I'm gonna push through. Like, lo and behold, that wasn't, that wasn't my vibe. So I ended up um, switching over into psych. Um, I think psych was pretty cool, which which was like very challenging. So 
But yeah, that that physics shit is it's not it, man. It's not it. So let me ask y'all. Um, we talked about like being at school after school, things we did, what shit looks like. Well, let's talk about friendships or relationships mm-hmm. after college. Well, what did that look like for you all? Did you still have friends or did you lose friends? Did you have a relationship leaving college? Did you lose that? Like, what did that look like? How did the dynamics change for you? I feel like the dynamic of friendships definitely changed because the accessibility the accessibility you had to your friends was different because you was living on campus. So Thanks. now it was like you was able to link niggas every five minutes or every ten minutes. And now it's like, yo, after graduation, after graduating, everybody back to their boroughs. Everybody working real life job. Everybody got now time is not really being we don't have that much free time to link whenever you fucking want. So it's like, oh damn. And then it's like, so now you now you're putting now you gotta put yourself like on a fake, like shit, I'll dead be using my calendar now just to like really schedule mm-hmm. out shit mm-hmm. just so I don't forget because I'll be forgetting shit or over double booking yourself and you'd be like, damn, oh, son. And then like I would definitely say like some friendships still, you know, lasted and then I feel like some friendships just, you know, after college just was I mean, no disrespect, but that was just I mean, you was just there for college and whatnot and we both, we both. I don't have no beef with you, but it's just like we went on different paths and and whatnot, and just everybody went their separate ways. We ain't so got forth. shit in common no more. I feel like there's three phases, right? It's like, I mean, y'all, y'all cool in college. That's the first phase. I feel like the second phase is after college. We still have that like fresh that we were cool in college. So it's like we're going out of our way to link. Like, let's say everyone moved back to the city. Now it's like, okay, like we're in phase two where like we're in the city, we're gonna try to link on the weekends, every like Kwanzaa crawl, any major like event we're gonna try to go to, right? And then I think personally for me, I feel like I'm in I'm in phase three, right? Where it's like you you kind of shift and, and and this doesn't happen directly after post grad. I think it happens a little after, like after that. But um I think it's one of those like you start to shift away from the crowd, like that whole sense of being mixy all the time, like mm-hmm. it, it doesn't align with what you want in life, right? Mm-hmm. And then this is the part where now some friendships fall apart. Mm-hmm. Some people want to sit in the limelight and be like this mixy person forever or, or until, as long as they can ride the wave. Mm-hmm. But at some point, the wave dies down, right? Um, and it's just like when y'all have different priorities in life, mm-hmm. you start to struggle with being like, yo, am I bugging that like, I'm trying to do something else and like everybody else is still in this kind of time. Like I feel kind of weird that I don't converse with people as much mm-hmm. because I'm here like trying to figure out other stuff. But it's just like, nah, like that's just a part of you really figuring out who you are as an individual and where you are in your life. Some people just aren't there with you. Yeah, I agree. Um, Well, I agree some parts of it. I think that mostly I think Sometimes you just, like you said, priorities shift. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I think one time I posted something on Twitter. I just asked myself a question. Like, I asked everyone. It's just like, do you just hold on to friendships because of longevity? Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like sometimes we get caught up in the longevity of friendships or relationships we have. Like, yo, damn, we've been friends for mad long. But it's like, if you serve me no purpose no more, like, why are we still holding on to this friendship? Like, no disrespect. We can still be cool and shit. But, like. Us, the constant communication or the mm-hmm. the pr- unpurposeful yeah, like no the pr- the links that are, have no purpose is just no like you just like uh I don't know if I really want to do this. So I think there's some friendships that I still have that I still hold close. There's mm-hmm. some friendships that are like I don't really reach out to people like that. If I see you, I see you. If like you know, it's nothing like that. Like I wouldn't even call this friendships. Like we just acquaintance now. Yeah. I think um while I was leaving Buff like. I was in a, 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 I wouldn't call it, I don't want to call it a relationship, but I, you know, I got into something when I was long distance and mm-hmm. that shit even like faded away because mm-hmm. I'm just like, life. shit, it just wasn't going to work. Like, mm-hmm. you know, shit, t- with time comes, you know, new discoveries and really. <laughs> 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 I was like, I'm waiting for to get to it. He said, you know, with time, you know. Yeah. Discover, you just realize like some shit just like. Nah, Not everything is locked in. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just longevity. It just doesn't hold no weight no more. You just Listen. holding on to it, just to hold on to it. Yeah, at think, that point, I that's a great after point. You, after like you graduate, said. like you start to realize too. At least for me, like you start to realize. And going back to your point, that accessibility, you're not able to link people, but how many people you just don't hear from anymore? Like, and for me, like that's what it was like. Other than you know Yahoo, you have a, you have a chat, so you talk to on a on a 
on a day by day. We basis. locked in forever, gang. But at, no, yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, like for me, like what the t- determine like okay where my friendships are after I graduate and like who's really here for me is just like okay to me I feel like it always just goes both ways. So right. I'm going to reach out. Yeah, yeah. I was to say, it takes two to tango. It takes two to tango. It takes so two to tango. Somebody will hit me up probably in like, after we done graduated, probably by like around my birthday, like happy birthday, but I don't really hear from you like that. It's like, well, you could always hit me up. Like, <laughs> right? It goes both ways. Like I still got love for you, but you could always like hit me up. So that's my thing. Like you're going to stop hearing from, you know, certain people that you probably had that constant communication. That's and crazy. to me, but to me though, like it is what it is. Cause some people is going to always be in your life for just a chapter just for an experience and like that's okay like you're never meant to necessarily be friends with somebody forever now i mean Not this is this you. but uh, yeah, you but know at the same time like you know certain people and certain people you know you might keep at a distance and check in when you check in you know some people you talk to every day but bro you got main characters yeah, we too old to be supporting cast I, mm-hmm. I told you bro i, I got sure. i got my shit classified bro i've Not been facts. i got classes for it Double A, A, B class, C Listen, class. Listen, man. Even my B and C. It's over for them. It's, it's like you, you, you might you not know, see you not come to the wedding. B, you coming off the strength of like we cool. <laughs> so but like, let me ask you a question. And I think if people com- hit you up in your DM asking what class they are, you gonna tell them the I'm actual class? I'm gonna tell them what class they are. Now you gotta tell them because when I think about friendships all together, it's really it's I, I kind of go I kind of go wherever there's where there's commonality but diversity, right? Like. I don't see, not that I don't see out of hour all my friends, we all have different passions, right? And I think that's so important because I'm, we all going, well, only there's only two, three people here probably going into the same field right nowadays, right? And that's because one, probably one person caught that they actually have that passion for that later on in life. But majority of my friends are going into different things. I'm the only person in finance, mm-hmm. right? You know, so looking at all my friends, my friends are going into law, real estate, higher education, nursing, physicians, you know, everyone's going into something different. But, and I think that's what makes it all, makes it better because like a melting pot of ideas that come together over right. time. Right, I feel like, you know, if we look at other groups, you're not comparing us to them. Like, they have their interests. They're outside more than, than we are, obviously. And, you know, we're, we're inside, we're outside at the same time. But I, I think commonality plays, plays a big part into things, right? And common behavior is what I'm saying. Not more so on, on the thought and ideas that we want to do in life, but more so on our behaviors. Myself and LeVar, we'll be outside consistently for, for one month. We'll be ghosts for another month. JR, JR Mr. Outside himself, right? <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm outside with JR one of those same weekends, right? So I think it's all about common interest all together. So it's like, I know that all my friends are, are very goal-oriented, so I'm following them no matter what. Like, even my friends from the hood. I got one that's about to be a child psychologist. I got one that's about to be a, about to be a lawyer in three years, right? So it's all about, you know, how can I relate to you on, a, on, on an elevation level? Because mm. I'm not hanging out with anybody that's going to bring me down. Mm-hmm. And, and that's even for my set and all that. You know, like, anybody from there, I don't really talk to like that no more. Since because... They not on elevation timing. Mm. What? 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 Coily Ray said, "I'm on the better things. I'm only doing <laughs> shit that's gonna make me elevate." So I'm on the same timing as her. Shit, I thought he was about to say something. No, 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 no. I was gonna say, "Come that's what I'm doing." He's going crazy. I'm gonna be like, "Wait, what?" He's going crazy. Shout out to Coily. Coily, big perp, bro. Wow. Stop. Hey, I think I also think too. Like the best part about it is that, you know, like. The best part about it is you will like know which one of your friends are lifelong and you'll know those who are just for the season, right? Like, Facts. If we talk and, and and I've caught this a couple times, like if we talk and all you have to talk to me about is college, it's like, yo, bro, like let it go. Or like yo, like yeah, like no 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 no, that's cool. I'm not I'm not diminishing that, but it's just like if that's the only memories we've shared and it's just like that's fine, but it's just like you have to understand that that's your place in life, and that like that was our place together. And it's just like after that, it just is what it is. Like you can't be mad that you haven't made it to like let's say like my next circle or like the main circle of people that I hang out with. But it's again, it's not for you to feel no type of way. But it's just like yo, like we can't keep talking about college 10 yeah. years down the line. You feel me? Like, yeah. like there, there has to be parts in which we both grow. There has to be other common interests. Like, it can be simple stuff. as like real estate. Um, but I think that's just the, like, the process of life. You feel me? Um, but one thing I will always say is, like, never burn the bridge. You feel mm, me? Never. The bridge may, may not always be as strong, but don't burn it. You yeah. feel me? Don't burn it if you can't oh, swim. I don't know about that one. I don't know. I, I don't burn I like it depends. I, like I, I, I don't burn bridges. I just don't care to 
re Build um <laughs> revamp any relationship that has and died. Like I'm just firm on that. Like I guess in a sense it's like I'm not burning bridges, but I'm not rebuilding anything. Because <laughs> like for me, any relationship, any friendship that I had in undergrad or in grad school that may have been tarnished or like had some kinks in it, I don't really care to build that because I I'm I think I'm at a point where I need I know who needs to be in my corner and circle. And it's not because I'm scared of what they might do or, you know, but I'm just like you serve no purpose to me. Like I, I already have the purpose of in my life. I have the people I need. I have the things I need in life. I'm great. I'm good. I don't think I, I'm I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I don't think I need anyone that nah. can come in and make me feel any better than I do now. Like mm -hmm. you feel no amazing right now. I'm not saying I feel, I so feel like amazing. I, I feel amazing of what I have. Like, you yeah. know, I've held, I have people around me that I I love. I have people that cherish me. I know people mm -hmm. that got me. Sorry. There's no person in the back of my head that I could think of like, yo, I really wish this person was here next to me because you would have been next to me already. And you know, like I'm a, I'm a still see you. Like you feel me? It's nothing but like mm -hmm. love, but it's just like I don't really want nothing from you. Word. I think there's only one Do friendship that if, I want back. If people Do are not in you, your life right now, that. they're not in your life for a Where reason. Speak so up, Cody. I hear you. I said, if people are not in your life right now, they're not in your life for a reason. So right. I was about to say, right? To build off that is a question. Do you feel like you become more cautious with your space as you get older? Mm. Because it's just like you only want certain energy like around you or next to you because of like where you plan on heading. Yeah, so that's a fact. Mm -hmm. Like, especially nowadays, I'm not I'm not big on like I can't fake it no more, to be honest, y'all. Like, maybe in undergrad. <laughs> I'm not, not, not like, you ever be around, you ever be around people that right. you just, you know, you know, I you don't, you. I can tolerate you, you know, or like, you know, I know we don't mix or we don't bangs well, but you know, we got mutual friends in this and third. But like, nowadays, it's like, well, yo, there's no way you tell me you haven't been in space, wavelength? you just get quiet. Huh? No, I'm saying like, you know, like, I've seen you as an individual, you'll be in a space and everybody laughing and sometimes you just get quiet and it's just not, it's not that you don't fuck with people, you just yeah. like, that's every guy yell event for my me. My time has just inspired. <laughs> now nah, go ahead. <laughs> nah, but yeah, like, you know, if, if, if we not on the same wavelength, then there's not really much to talk about. Facts. Uh, I definitely so, agree. I, what you gonna say, Dean? Nah. Nah, I'm, I'm sorry. What's up? I don't know what they're laughing about over there. But definitely, what I think is, um, I I feel like I could be in spaces with people mm -hmm. and like not feel no way, bro. Like I told you, I've been in spaces with people heads I wanted to punch off their shoulders before, mm -hmm. bro. So I didn't you, bro? Because I'm above that, bro. I'm not above fighting, but I'm above putting stress on me that yeah. I don't need. Because mm -hmm. they won like, at the end of the day. You think about what's gonna happen after I punch nice. your head off your shoulder. Your head's gonna be off your shoulder, but I'm, a, I'm it's just gonna Fuck be like around. you got a battery. But they control me. And then they control your emotions though. That's yeah, the but that's why I told you, bro. Mm -hmm. In episodes before, like you gotta think about shit like this. You, what's going on now, and what's gonna happen after, and mm -hmm. how do we move forward after that? Mm -hmm. and what's mm -hmm. the benefit? I agree. If there's no. If there's no end goal in the shit or no purpose, what what's the point? So looking at the future for 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 the individuals who are both graduating grad or undergrad, you know what should they expect? You know what should they expect or uh, yeah. So what what should they expect? You know moving forward, like what should they what what should they look be looking forward to in, in terms of adulthood? Um, I think in just in terms of like adulthood, what I think people need to do is like, and this is just me, bro. We saw 2020. We saw that curveball, bro. Mm -hmm. A lot of people didn't know if they was going to live. A lot of people didn't know if they was going to have jobs. A lot. There was just a lot of uncertainty. And I think people just need to realize that, like, sometimes you're going to have to... You're going to have to adapt every time. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to go to a new job. The old shit that worked at your old school or old job is not going to work, work when you go. Mm -hmm. The strategies you had are not going to work. I used to go to work and be like, well, you know... Try to finesse it. Like, no, none of that shit here, right? So you feel me? <laughs> You're just going to have to learn that, like, that you fact. have to adapt, mm -hmm. that things can change. Like, the plans you have for next year, you might have to push that shit to this year. So you feel me? You're just going to have to adapt. I think that's the biggest, Shit's biggest advice. Word. Definitely. Um, like, you're the, yeah, like, go ahead, Joe. Nah, just go ahead, bro. Nah, I'm, 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 you... I was gonna say like yo, you're the the captain I, I of your soul, know. like master of your fate. Nah, nah, facts. Like, like that's something. What y'all saying is just like definitely 
being adapting to certain situations and then I would definitely say um don't stress yourself too much on certain Thanks. things not happening the way it should because you know that's definitely could be detrimental to yourself because you don't think you're going to start like shit damn or especially like how Kobe said don't compare yourself with other people because I feel like people definitely do do that too often like yeah this person doing it so I could do it nah he just he did what he had to do to do it. I mean, it might it might have worked for him, but it probably you go that same you. way. Not gonna work for you. So you know, mm-hmm. you know, everybody gonna have their own journey because we we all wasn't built on this because mm-hmm. we all have the same path and the fuck we all have the same purpose in life and we don't. We all have different purposes. We serving to serve our own, do what we want to do for ourselves. So you do what's gonna be best capable for yourself. But then still at the end of the day, you know, don't um don't kill yourself. Me, I always tell people this: you can't come in this life and come kill yourself. Enjoy yourself here and there. You know, just um. That's, that's a fact. Yeah, I, I think you said it in a in a huh? nutshell. Joel said it best. Don't I, watch me watch TV. I think you said it in a nutshell. <laughs> One thing I wanted to really touch on though that I think is not talked about enough. And when you mentioned like relationship and love, it just made me think about like dating in college versus dating after college. Oh. It's not the same. Like what? What is that difference, fellas? Tell me. Tell me about the that. difference. You know, the like, difference, bro? Uh, I tell niggas this all the time. You talk about it all the time. Let's, 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 let's really. Let's really. This is what's gonna happen. Bro, <laughs> let's really, let's really talk about it. Now nah, we can really get into it right now. College undergrad, you can get away, take the joint, dine in, swipe your little swipe, swipe. That's your date right there. Know what I mean, or you get away with the little Netflix and chill, Netflix and chill. Netflix and chill. Netflix and chill. Oh yeah, either way, one of them, one of them sh- bullshit. But either way, you're getting away with whatever. So y'all was some, y'all was some bottom tier niggas in undergrad, <laughs> <laughs> sir. Nigga, freshman year. What you say? You had to do shit. My fault. I'm only taking my bro, gal out on I, a date. I, I, I maybe it's just me, bro. But I was going on dates. I remember. I'm lie, bro. I was going my freshman year, yeah. bro. I took a John to what's that Fondue restaurant? Uh-huh. Oh, I took. Oh. I didn't freshman know where. I, freshman year. Freshman year. I, mean, I, I, I didn't know where that money came from. <laughs> but I mean, I was. I ain't gonna lie. Nah, that was a refund. Rich. That, that was, was a refund for putting us in the triple. Oh, <laughs> 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 I know. But nah, I remember that refund. I ain't gonna list all the dates, but like I was, I feel like an undergrad. Fondue spot was expensive. I, I was doing a lot, but I, I feel That's like. Interesting. The difference with dating now and back then, like I think expectations were a little lower, and like shit, like you said, people are here for a season. Like sometimes, you know, people are there for a season, even if you were like mm-hmm. talking to them, like really fucking with them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that shit didn't last so long, or like you, you really wasn't like you was young. Smash like, the blues. <laughs> Easiest way to say, it. you was fucking nineteen to twenty one, in the most of the times where you were actually trying to deal with someone. Yeah. Now you, you're older. Now you know what you really want, like. I don't think I really knew what I wanted in somebody mm-hmm. back then. I just thought like, yeah, this girl is bad. Like I want to talk to her. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, you know, I feel like I saw it on Twitter the other day. Like people like dudes will talk to a certain type of girl because they know niggas want that. Like they mm-hmm. they want right, to show it. Ego, like yeah, I got. And I feel like I was feeling my ego, but I, but I generally did fuck with them. But mm-hmm. I also was feeling my ego. I'm like. Hey, yo, Ron, you, eh, that's me. Like, yeah, that's that, that, that daddy, have you seen it? That's me. That's Don't worry about it, sweetheart. That's 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 a great. I think it's a great question. Um, like everyone here, I I went on no dates in college. That's cap. You went on no dates. I swear. Oh Give it to my me. god. I swear. I swear, I swear, yo, LeVar, 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 I feel like after you leave college, <laughs> the dating scene is a little different. And for me, I feel like it's a testament to how your social skills are, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're now thrown in this new environment mm-hmm. where it's not the same people that you've been around with for four years. Sucks. It's not the same people that you were in the dorms with just doing dumb shit. And y'all built a relationship off that. Mm-hmm. Now it's how can you, I mean, I guess if you want to say spit game or hold a conversation, how can you hold a conversation with someone that you don't know from a hole in the wall? Facts. Mm-hmm. How, are your, cues, come, come how are your social cues? How are your social cues? How like how analytical are you about like like and it's also like you don't know the age of the person that you're talking to, so it's like how knowledgeable are you about the world, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Like if you sit there in a bar, right, and you try to pull up on a shorty and like and you got a Long Island 
you're not about to tell her what like, class you taking or she you about, know like yo she about to look at you like oh like so you're drinking to get drunk <laughs> instead of actually drinking to like fit this social classes bullshit nigga, i was drinking older. to get drunk but it's just like but it's just like yo like there's differences and as you get a little older like i know nobody here is really ordering long island at a at a sophisticated bar an old-fashioned you feel nah, me? But it's just like, right. as you get older, it's like... Mechanic 25. So now it's a testament. <laughs> nah, real shit. Shot. But it's a testament to nah, like... you're right. I, you know what? You bring up a good point because I'm reflecting, mm-hmm. bro. When I was in grad school, I did not talk to a single girl, bro. Mm-hmm. And, well, maybe this is one woman, but like... I'm about to say, this man is captain. No, no, fuck? but I'm saying a woman that is someone I did not know before. Oh, I went, when okay. I went to Rutgers, right. Right. Good save. I met Good save. one woman in Rutgers. My two years, one woman, bro. Mm-hmm. And you, t- you're right because mm-hmm. I wasn't in a capacity to be around a lot of people mm-hmm. for me to build a relationship for it's, them to it's know. A testament. Me. Like I was, I was literally like only one woman in my two, and I really didn't mm-hmm. talk to anybody outside those years after me graduating. So, hey, you bring up. A, I don't ref, I'm here self reflecting. Like, damn, I think I think the expectations in college were were very were, were crazy. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna lie. Like, you think that you about to be in love in college? You playing house? He's you thinking you about to? You thinking, yeah, playing you thinking house this college. is about to be Tour everything? Yard, I think I think stomp the yard. Um, um, what's the other one? With um, uh, loving basketball mm-hmm. and then higher learning. Like, you thought you was gonna be in love, right? So I figured, you know, it was hard for you to date in college because. I probably was in like four different mini relationships throughout my entire college career. I was in love squares, love triangles, and whatnot. But like, it's crazy. Looking, looking, looking at it. That's tough. Looking, looking at it. You know, <laughs> after I graduated, I understood what it meant to really date, and and I, and I had to stop wearing my heart on my sleeve post grad, mm. where I couldn't get attached to every single woman. Mm. I couldn't get attached to every single woman. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so so so, so so I couldn't. Oh, that's a TikTok joke. <laughs> I get it. So I couldn't. So I can't wear my I can't wear my heart on my sleeve like the way I used to in college, of course. Because because you. like I of course no no one's yours, right? It's just your turn, right? So Ooh, so, yeah. so looking at that, it, so you that future Stop future taught me that. Uh, but listen, my fault. My, but listen, all together is like you know as an adult dating, you're gonna meet you're gonna meet, these are these are complete strangers. Mm-hmm. Like and, and the main thing when it comes to dating is understanding who that person is and really learning what their interests are. So mm-hmm. it's not like you just yo short. I mean sometimes you and do get that sometimes you get that intention. Exactly. You can have those Say intentions it. too, but you don't know that person even know what your intentions are with them. Right. Where I know sometimes, you know, we go to the bar, we meet women, they probably have you know, probably have one night stand, whatever. But sometimes you probably want to really invest into a person after you had a conversation <laughs> with them. It's like, oh shit, this person does it for me. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's all it's really all about, you know, like what are you looking for? And sometimes mm-hmm. you don't know what you're looking for until you actually see it in front of you. Mm. Yes, sir. Being Bush don't work after college. Facts. <laughs> now, women are much more aggressive. Um, gentlemen, women are more aggressive. Um, yeah, after college, all, after college, um, women are definitely more. Yeah, they know more, what they want. They know yeah. what they want, and, and they shoot and they shot and shoot. For you them. will get you. Yo, shout out to the women that shoot they shots, man. Kobe, yo, 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 I think I think we need to do a recap of all of Kobe. Yo, shout out to the. That's a fact. <laughs> That's crazy. No, I mean, like, I think we we touched about a lot of stuff, and you know, Thanks. this is our final episode of the season. So I season mean, one, I shout feel, out to us, man. I feel like before we, you know, we had a wonderful season. I feel like before we finish this off, we should at least highlight our favorite episode. Shit, this could be a favorite episode. We just talked about um, what y'all saying, fella. We can start with Carrie. I got, I got my top two. Mm-hmm. Um, the first being, oh, dang, I'm about, I'm forgetting my own episode titles. Um, uh, shut up, be a man. That was um, mm-hmm. what episode was that? Episode I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, that was my favorite titles, episode. And, then I, and after that, of course, my favorite episode was of course real. You meet taboo. Mm. I feel you. All the time. Mr. Pharrell, Christian. Mr. Pharrell. I don't, I don't got a favorite episode right now, to be honest. I gotta like really sit here and think about that. Mm. Right, Damn, we did man talking. Go ahead, y'all. Honestly, me personally, for me personally, I don't really have a personal favorite episode. I just like the transition we went through from episode one to, to episode two. Yeah, I, I feel like we definitely grown as a group, and we def we definitely still growing as a group, and still working on the kinks, getting out our kinks out of this podcast. You know, some people just don't. Not me. I'm not really one of these dudes that like to be in the limelight. But I'm. You gonna see me outside, but I'm not gonna be outside. I'm just gonna be outside sipping. But I really. Oh, nigga, gonna say the cap. Right. <laughs> you can hold my head with that cap. Listen, but, um, nah, shit, but I shit, definitely like the, I like the way twin. we like the progression that we went, and we're Absolutely. still progressing. Cause shit, season two we gonna be on to. 
We're going to be doing better. I'm on a better thing. But let me not take too much of the time. Next, who else? Um, Kobe, you going to have? Um, oh, Rob. Yeah, Kobe, yeah, come on. You can't skip Rob the God, Captain Rob. Oh, Rob the Savior. <laughs> Shit, we did. Shit, I never man. tell, twin. I never tell. For lifers. Like, nah, I think <laughs> I, uh, it's hard. But for real, I want to say that the toxic masculinity episode mm-hmm. Facts. Was, was very cool. um it's very passionate for me um and i say that because like i'm i never struggled about my who i was i mean maybe beginning in my high school years but like throughout college and after college i knew what it meant to be a man and like i said i defined myself with what a man mm-hmm. is so mm-hmm. i liked talking about that and standing firm on that like Ain't no woman, man, anyone could ever tell me mm-hmm. who I'm supposed to be. So that was my favorite episode. Um, but I mean, I poke I your chest up, all. big bro. You just said that with your chest. Just you know, I I'd say for me, my favorite episode was the "To Be a Black Man" episode. Yeah. You know, just here, it's all talk about our different experiences and what it's like being black in America, mm-hmm. um, especially with all the times. Like you know, that one I think really sat good with the people, but also just sat good with me. Um, I think for me, trading places was 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 pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. Oh no, that's, that's um, my fault. That's, 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 that's not that's that's fucking crazy. crazy. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> I was a fan. Yo, person. Yo. My um. Yeah, I, th- I think the trading places episode was cool, and I yeah, definitely I hit, part one or part two. Um, both of them. Both of them. Um, both of them. That's what she said. Both of them. Both And then I also think, uh, like, the, the Stop Crying Man Up was definitely mm-hmm. good. Um, I think it's cool that people see that black men can really tap into their feelings and that connotation of us being, um, what is it, like, unemotional or unaffected. Yeah, like... Facts. Disconnected from the world, like all that too, man. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool to explore. So we appreciate y'all for tuning in. Season one, it's been love. Ow. It's been <laughs> love, but definitely. Um, before we even check out, definitely, I know this is the last episode, but we're not going anywhere. One of these days, we will be going live on Instagram. So definitely check out for that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Definitely, Facts. I'm only out of tune in, so we could probably you know talk about either the whole season or even a specific episode you wanted to talk about that you didn't pose a question to or you know interact on that's a opportunity for us to that and then there's another probably possibly another segment that we're looking into do for the summertime and yeah was... meets and greets real you happy hours everything coming on the way Facts. cookouts you barbecues dig. everything <laughs> yo let us know what y'all favorite episode was i think it'd be good to hear from y'all Word. let us know i mean um and we accept all pushes mm-hmm. of, of of any sort and we really do appreciate y'all. Stay tuned for season two. Uh-huh. Yeah. To stay tuned, reel you, you out. Reel you out. Holla at me. <laughs>